Welcome into Defeating the Curse. Yes, this podcast still exists. RFK is on fire. Dan Snyder is in the south of France. The Nationals lost 11-0. Terry McLaurin is signed. And we are 22 days away from training camp. So it is kind of dead in the world of sports, at least within D.C. Um, but hey, 22 days away from training camp. I was just talking. There has been a lot that has gone on a since lot the last. Going on. It's the FPLP show, by the way. Uh, and yeah, me and LP were just talking earlier. We we're getting ourselves uh, hyped up for for the for the offense of the Commanders mainly. Concerns about the defense. Hyped about the offense. Let's get into training camp. Let's start. Let's start this show with the 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 goal of the show, which is to get the fan base excited. Uh, I think we have a pretty good picture of what the team is supposed to look like now that Terry is signed. Uh, and honestly, I'm very excited about the offense. I think it can be one of the most potent offenses this NFL season. I think before we get into what this offense can be, I think we need a recap on how the draft went. I don't think we've talked since the draft. And the commanders went wide receiver round one and not Dachson, but Dotson. And then they went drawn Payne's backup in the second round, which I don't know. We may have talked about that, but makes no sense, but whatever. I moved past that. Then they went running back, uh, to compliment from AG, uh, the, the, the big, big boy from Bama. Right. And then, uh, the back of the draft, there was, uh, the guy, the safety guy who maybe, may play Buffalo nickel. There was the tight end who's apparently been doing phenomenal in OTAs. And then who cares who else was drafted? After that, it's all a bunch of scrubs, but yeah, I mean, between what we're hearing from Dotson and what we're hearing about the tight end, which you might have to remind me the name if you you have it brought up because until training camp starts, I don't really bother to learn any of the rookies names, but yeah, it's not Bateman. I know that. And uh, Ron probably doesn't know his name either. So <laughs> Ron definitely does not. Uh, yeah, I mean, and then and then we had the whole Dan Snyder not appearing in, at, you know, for yeah, Congress. Uh, you, you mentioned him in France playing a game uh, of chicken with the with the board or the the committee, whatever they are. I don't know. Dan, everyone is playing ch- uh, chess or checkers. Dan is playing chess. Dan knows that uh, he's playing 40 delay, chess. delay, delay mm-hmm. until November. Yeah. Republicans yeah, wait take till the, the Republicans house. take over. Yep. And then it's, you know, it's over. And uh, I, I think we both listened to a little bit of the of the uh, the hearing on on Capitol Hill. And uh, it's a circus. It was it, comical. It was, it was. Yeah. It's just political theater at this point. Nobody actually cares about anything. And and like it, it's it's sad because there are women and, and ex-employees or whatever that do have like a real story and they, they do want justice, but nobody outside of them, both sides of, of, of Congress, plus Snyder, plus Roger Goodell, nobody outside of the actual victims give a crap. It's all political theater and it's sad, but it's true. And and Dan knows that and his team of 600 lawyers know that. So they're like, all right, send us a subpoena. Subpoena doesn't come. Dan hasn't done anything wrong in in terms well, of not showing up. 
the big thing is Congress has no power, right? Congress is not a judiciary branch of the United States government. They cannot punish someone. They cannot, um, you know, right. initial, now if DOJ took sanctions. over, right? If yeah, DOJ but until, took over until that happens and there's but an investigation, and even if that does happen, I mean, that's just workplace misconduct, right? It happens yeah. in a lot, unfortunately, in a lot of workplaces in the United States of America. It's not. It's a private business that there was, you know, misconduct happening. Yeah. I don't know. And I guess the point was, you know, why is why are taxpayers spending money on Congress uh, looking into a private business? Right. There's, when there's, there's a so war much going broken. On, right. There's, there's so much broken. You can't you can't truly think that, like, everybody wants to spend more time and money on Dan Snyder. Just let him be a snake. Let him do what he needs to do. Yeah, it ain't going to change the commanders. We're, we're not going to talk talk politics on this show, but the truth is that uh, unfortunately nothing's going to happen to Dan. He will continue being a co-owner with Tanya, whether he, you know, the the NFL says he, he yeah, cannot be, be in day to day operations. Right. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? Guess what happens when Tanya goes home? Right. She's not making decisions. She's just the front. Yep. Everything runs through Dan. Um, and then there was the stadium. Uh, you know, the commanders buying 200 acres of land and was it Woodbridge? I think it was uh, Woodbridge. somewhere in Prince William County. Yeah, it's I terrible. It I, that's awful. That's awful. Yeah, I don't know what they do with the land if they decide to not put the stadium there. Dan Snyder now owns 200 acres of land in, in Prince William County. He'll I, make I guess an arm and a leg off of that. <laughs> uh, he'll build a mall. He'll build something, right? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and we're gonna. I mean, was, we're gonna stay at. We're gonna stay at the FedEx site forever. Just everyone, prepare yourselves for that. Yeah, I, I think really the three options are redo FedEx, uh, go to National Harbor, or go to Woodbridge. And FedEx. I think all signs are pointing to they're redoing at FedEx, which is an awful site. FedEx is awful. I, it's awful to get to, but if you look at it from a map, it's right outside of DC. Uh, I don't know how. Yeah, I like it. It's, it's closer to DC. To it's closer to DC than I think the Cowboys are to Dallas. Nobody, nobody bitches yeah, about I mean, that. I think it's a few miles. Like if you go down 50, I think you can get yeah. there in like less than 10 miles. Yeah. I think it's it's, it's closer closer to DC than the Niners are to San Francisco right now. I mean, it's it's you just have to make it not look like a a graveyard around the stadium, and then make the stadium itself not suck, and then make it a little bit easier to get there. Public yeah. transportation, whatever it is, but but the, the I, point I don't is, think it matters because what yeah. matters is I think attendance in NFL games is probably going to start going down more and more, right? COVID happened, people were watching from home, and they realized, oh, I can get smashed at home. I can watch on a 85-inch TV for less than a thousand bucks. Soon, I can watch in VR, AR, whatever it is. Yeah. Hundred percent. I think attendance in, in stadiums is going to start attendance, going down. Attendance is directly correlated to winning, and it can't just be one winning season. You have to like kind of do what the Bills did, right? The Bills have an insane fan base, but once like Josh Allen came in and they've had like five years of sustained success, insane atmosphere, right? We could possibly see that if the Commanders turn a a belief or turn a page or whatever and then you have five years of success this this entire city will explode with with fandom right it'll explode but 
That we're we're far from that. That's not going to happen. And you saw that, right? Our attendance has been going down, but in 2012, when we made the playoffs and RG3 yep. was lighting the world on fire, 100%. that stadium was packed. The yeah. stadium had all command Redskins fans at the time. I mean, and it, the, the city is is thirsty for success on the field. On in any sport. In any sport. I mean, Caps games, you still are almost sold out every single game. That's about it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. It's just the Caps. Not even DC United anymore. Just the Caps. Well, DC United hasn't been relevant in quite some time. So overall, I mean, uh, now that I'm looking at this um, a little bit more in hindsight, seeing that Curtis Samuel was held out of the end of OTAs for precautionary reasons, and I'm doing air quotes on precautionary, we all know he's probably injured again. No, he's not. No, he's not no. the type of player who's going to last 17 games. There's no way. Definitely so won't for, last 17 games for the. For the commanders to go wide receiver, first round, um, and especially a guy who's not a project, a guy who's uh, maybe his ceiling isn't as high, but his floor is also higher. So maybe he's not going to be the best receiver in the NFL soon, but he's going to be a very solid receiver year one. I Huge think he's, Dot, Dotson is going to be the best thing that's happened to Terry McLaurin since he's gotten here, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Terry has been a one man show on the, in the receiver room for almost his whole career here. Yeah, absolutely. He's had no help. Yeah. Um, so then him plus the, the tight end and then plus I actually like um, Antonio Gandy Golden moving to tight end. I was going to say ADG at tight end is, is, is interesting. I'll be I'll be very really zoned in on that during training camp to see what what the, the media says or what they observe about AGG at tight end. I think he could be a great number two tight end uh, with Logan Tom, Thomas. I, I mean, I don't know if Logan's fully healthy yet, but I think all signs I, are pointing to he's healthy, but I don't think he'll be starting week one. I think he's I like, I actually like the tight end room right now. I like the tight end room. It was a concern when it was like just Logan Thomas was your guy, but We've we've gotten some depth there now. I, I'm not. Well, John Bates is still there, um, yeah. who proved that he could play. The new guy, Gandy Golden, Samus Reyes was supposed to be uh, a, their project. I don't know if he's going to be ready this year um, for an NFL load, but um, super athletic, super strong. I think it's fair it's to project, say. It's, I think it's fair to it's say. Worth a shot. There is no real. Con- Concern, definitely no depth concern on the offensive side of the ball. I'm actually very happy with the offensive side of the ball. The Wentz trade, I am now 100% on board with the Wentz trade. I like money and all included, picks everything, all about it. I think there was like a hit job on his, on his name, on his personality, on his leadership, on his play, and I think he will be exactly what the team needed and i think he will be a good leader and i think he will pick up scott turner's offense really fast and we'll, we're going to see a lot of deep balls and we're going to see a lot of shots and that's exactly what scott turner has wanted to do the entire time he just didn't have the tools for it right like you had check down alex you had short tear uh short uh heineke with with like great but i mean he could only do so much once gives you both. But he gives you, Heineke thrived a little bit because he was a little bit of a gunslinger. Right, but I'm saying yeah, he once, couldn't get the deep ball, both. but he was 
getting the ball out of his hands, giving receivers a chance to play. Um, and now you have Wentz who, who can do that, right? He's still going to have these boneheaded plays. He's still going to be on the sports that are not of course, top 10. Of course, of course. Sure, you're going right? to have the fumbles and the stupid picks, but everyone, everyone has those if you're not top four elite. I mean, look at Mahomes at the start of last season. He was ass, and then he, he turned it around. So, I mean, you can't get upset about that. The key thing for I every, think about Wentz every interception is that, he throws, if you get an ADR touchdown to Terry, you're you're happy. Yeah, I, I think the key thing about Wentz is that I I see him and his personality gelling real well with Ron. Right, I think yes. he's the leader that Ron is looking for, like his values, his beliefs, all those mm-hmm. kinds of things. Um, and I think he can lead this room, this this locker room, because one, Ron has not employed any of the, you know, quote unquote like badasses or whatever you want to call them the, the, uh, NFL players who are just, you know, the culture change is apparent in, in the players Ron is slated to be on the, on the roster. Right. Even like with Terry, with Antonio Gibson, with John Dotson, Allen. all of those guys, like you, you can see that's, that's your main view into the culture change. Right. Don't worry about Ashburn. And as far as like the front office, but if you look at the, culture change on the field in the locker room. I think it's a hundred percent Ron achieved that. Yeah. So what else has happened uh, since the draft? Uh, we talked Dan, we talked the draft. Uh, <laughs> JDR <OTAs>. got fined. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think JDR is going to be a, uh, he's a on a short hater. Leash. I think he's on a short him. leash. I think um, I wouldn't be surprised if mid season you, you, we might see. Some, I don't think it happens up. mid-season. I, I mean, unless know. unless he's in the media again doing stupid I, things. I mean, he deleted uh, his Twitter. Everybody that's anybody should always delete their Twitter. Nobody prominent should have a Twitter account. It's only a recipe for disaster. My concern with JDR is how much of the locker room respect has he lost in the defensive locker room. Like, I'm sure, you know, players got to understand there's always two sides to a coin. And just because you're on one side and I'm on the other side doesn't mean we have to hate each other. But I do feel like he's getting really close to crossing that line. I think of like, I think I think Jonathan Allen spoke up about that, and and I think he nipped it in the bud. And he was like, he said what he said, right? And I don't, I he, I think he, Allen essentially said the same thing. He was like, everyone's allowed to have their opinion. It doesn't change the dynamics in the locker room. It doesn't change coach and player personality. You're not, I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure some people are salty and some people are like, man, if that guy or whatever. But again, with the culture change of Ron, I think majority of the players on this team are football first mindset. So any of that fluff, I don't think it penetrates the locker room. I think it depends. I think if your defense is getting blown out oh, in a row, then 100%. that changes fast. If you're playing yes. well and the defense is playing well and you're winning games and even if you're 500, I think you can sustain for the year, yeah. but, if, but as if soon as you start defense, that losing streak, yeah, yeah, the fighting stars. Especially if, uh, if if Ron or JDR start like pointing out like, oh, he missed coverage, or pointing out like mistakes from from defensive players, and it happens week after week after week, then yeah, of course the 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 bullshit's gonna boil over, and then somebody's gonna speak out during an interview, and then the media is gonna make a frenzy out of it, of course, but. Again, I mean, winning solves everything. But I truly think, I was telling you earlier, 
you got seven wins with Heineke. Wentz alone, plus Dotson, plus all those moves. I think 10 is reasonable. You have a way easier schedule, and you have way a way easier. better offense. I think 10 wins is very possible. Now, you, you had seven only, with Heineke, but you have to also remember there was the COVID bullshit that happened, right? Garrett yes. Gilbert started. Right. Uh, wasn't even on the team, what, three days right. before he started? You could have gotten more than seven. You could have gotten eight, maybe nine, right? Now but you easily, put in a more I think, capable I think quarterback. Easily 10. And that's without the that's with the offense being just as bad as last season. Now, if Chase comes back and he has the like defense, a triumphant mean. third season return and him and Sweat dominate and Allen and Payne work out their bullshit and they're dominating and uh, freaking uh, Davis does great as at linebacker or whatever. If if some of those things start clicking and that defense goes from ranked 27th to 15, right? And we're not saying they're going to be top 10 defense. We're saying if they get above the rank of 20, then I can see that 10 win getting pushed to like a 12 or 13 wins, right? You don't have kicker bullshit anymore, right? You don't have to worry about losses from that, knock on wood. But, I mean, I I, I don't know. I think – Yeah, if, the, key, the key thing is uh, – you hit on it earlier, the easier schedule, right? We had yes. one of the hardest schedules in the NFL last year. Mm-hmm. This year, I think, what, we're the third easiest schedule or something. Something It's pretty low on the list. The um, annoying part is the Cowboys and the Eagles are, like, tied for easiest with us. Yeah. But the way that the the playoffs are formatted now, you can get three teams in the NFC East potentially making the playoffs. So um, everything's kind of lining up for actually, a, you know, the the one in every five years we get a good season. Yeah. Um, it's kind of lining up that way. Um, I'm telling you, the, the I told you, I think if if everything falls in place, I think we could be that Cinderella story, Bengals story of 20. 20- 22 right and i think if wentz gets like that mvp comeback season if everything falls in place if ag doesn't have a fumbling problem if jd mckissick does what jd mckissick does if everything works terry goes for 2,000 yards receiving who's to say you can't be you can't drive straight through the nfc right those are a lot of things that need to happen though i know but like Um, i you have contingency plans, right? If AG is a fumbling machine, you've got two capable running backs behind him who can carry the load. But uh, Terry getting 2,000 yards, that's probably unrealistic. Um, when it's coming back to MVP caliber season, I mean, I I, I, I can see that. I see why not, right? Um, I'm, I'm looking I don't big think picture had... at the NFC. I think outside of the Rams, the Niners, depending on what happens with quarterback, maybe the Bucks if Tom Brady truly can score squeeze out one more season. There's no real scary team in the NFC except the Packers, but they lost Devontae Adams. I mean, the the Panthers did nothing. The Saints could be good, but they also lost Kamara. They're going to lose Kamara for like five, six games off like a suspension or something. There's, there's their quarterback. Is it Jameis? Still Jameis. But there's a, there's a, well, they also lost their head coach, which was right. Which is probably the biggest part of their win. They're winning. But, uh, but there's 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 a crack in the NFC, and I think we are one of the more top to bottom solid teams. Dallas is taking a step back. Uh, yes, 
I'm, Philly is the wild card, I think. Philly Jalen is the Hurts wild card. Ass. Jalen hurts his ass. They got the receivers. He can run. They got Brown. They, got, they can run the ball. They've got a good defense. Yeah, but Jalen hurts. Jalen hurts is is is, is he's not a good. I would thrower. say it's Dak Dak Wentz are the one two inter- interchangeable. Jalen and then no and then you Dak, Daniel Dak Jones. is far and away better than Wentz. Yeah, Unless he can be get back to his. If he can get back to where he was two years ago, sure. But right now, uh, I think I think Dak's a much better quarterback. But I would definitely put Wentz over Hurt or over uh, Daniel Jones, obviously. But I'm, I'm saying, that. but I mean, outside of the what, NFC North, NFC West, you're kind of you're kind of dominating. Yeah, the NFC West is going to be interesting. Uh, don't have the Rams will still be good. The Niners. What the hell are they doing? I have no idea because Jimmy Garoppolo is still there. They haven't traded him. They haven't done anything with him. Uh, I think they're planning to start Trey Lance, and he looked awful. I think so, in too. his one yes. start. I think the Seahawks um, are trying to get Baker. The Cardinals are still going to be good. Eh, the Cardinals will start good. They'll probably finish weak. That's kind of their issue. Their Kyler MO. gave them extra drama this offseason. Yeah, They'll still probably be better than the Commanders, but yeah, you're right. I mean, there are no true runaway teams in the NFC this year. I mean, the, the the Rams, the Packers would be the only one. The Rams and the Packers would be the biggest concern. I think the Packers take a big step back. I mean, they I mean, they don't have any receivers. Marquez Valdez Scantling is going to be your number one guy. Yeah, but I mean, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, so I just I can't I can't knock him out yeah, until but he you knocks see himself a out. Scenario where Aaron Rodgers gets pissed. Yes. In the middle of the 100%. season and decides, yeah. F it. Yeah. I'm going to take a year off. I'm going to. Or he'll just retire in mid- midseason. <laughs> I mean, he's got no receivers. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how he signed his contract without really, you know, negotiating that with the team. Um, I mean, they drafted a guy, but what they draft like the fifth receiver in the draft this year. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the NFC is just a bad so year for them to be. Reaching that, for receiver. The NFC is just so weak. I, was, I mean, I could see the Rams bull rushing all the way straight to the Super Bowl again. I, no doubt about that. But uh, NFC is weak. They're weak. You give me Terry and Dotson each going for 2,000 yards. All right. There you go. You got a 4,000-yard 4, passer and probably a lot of wins. I could see it happening. I can see yeah. this offense surprising a lot of defenses who the falcons who the falcons get at quarterback did they have like mariota and somebody else because they lost matt ryan to the colts yeah i think they're they're planning on start mary Mar- Mar- mariota oh didn't they uh, they drafted a guy didn't they yeah they yeah, drafted oh, yeah. a virginia guy yes yeah odu guy is it odu whatever liberty yeah. liberty liberty which I mean, I would have liked him, but I think I like Dotson more at this point. I mean, he's a project. I mean, he played at Liberty. so Exactly. um, But I think he'll be good in the NFL, but he's probably not ready for a year or two. Uh, This could be a season. Ron needs this season to go double-digit wins. If he doesn't hit double-digit wins, I don't know how safe Ron is. It depends on who's making the calls. <laughs> is I mean, it's there's the whole politics piece behind it too, right? Is 
is Dan going to really let Ron go in the middle of this big controversy where Ron's supposed to be bringing stability and Dan's not supposed to be involved? Is he going to make Tanya fire Ron? I don't and then hire who? Like who? Who? That's who, what I was. That was. I was what just coach is going to want to come here in Mike the middle McCarthy. of this? Con- Mike McCarthy after Jerry Jones fires him, so he can hire Sean Payton. Doubt it. He'll, <laughs> he'll go to the booth. No, he's too dumb to go to the booth. Yeah. Drew Brees. <laughs> that no one's going to want to come here. No. No players want to come here. You think coaches want to come here? I mean. It may be a coordinator who you'll pay, you know, $50 million. It'll have to be a nobody in five years, whatever. Yeah. Uh, But, but I doubt it. I I think Ron's safe this year. Um, And I think if, if anything happens, the sorts definitely falling on JDR. He's already had, he's already drafted his, uh, his firing letter to to JDR. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He'll be the first casualty for sure. But I mean, it's just, God, I can't wait for football. I'm so bored. I mean, I can't keep doing MLB parlays. I'm I'm so bored. You got to get on on the uh the MLS parlays. That's that's really where where it's at. Um, I know I mean you, you got to share them with me. You're you're not sharing the goods. Just pick favorites. Pick favorites in MLS. It it hits 33% of the time. Let me check let me check my MLB parlay right now. Mid show. <laughs> what do you uh, got? Ooh, already lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so there's a lost. guy at DC United, a Greek guy. His name is Taxi. Taxi Funtas. This guy uh, came over from Greece uh, first year. He's got the most goals uh, in MLS history um, based on the as many games as he's played. It's like something ridiculous. It's like 12 games, 12 goals, or something like that. Uh, anyways, when DC United plays, pick him for any time scorer. If DC ah, okay. United scores, he's going to be the guy. So we're going to single-handedly curse him, you and I. No, no. He'll, no go on, he'll go on a scoring drought because of what you just said. <laughs> he's uh, the Greek Freak 2.0. Speaking of Greek Freak, you just brought us into NBA talk. We have to go Bradley Beal. He is getting... Stupid money. NBA makes no sense. I can't figure out the salary cap. It makes no sense to me. How is he getting the same money as what, what, who are the who are the other guys? Like, I think he's getting paid contracts. more than most guys that you think of. I think he's getting paid more than stuff. I mean, it's it's the same thing as the NFL, right? No one wanted to pay Kirk because Kirk was not that good of a quarterback. He was not top five, but. He's going to get paid top two money. More all than that, right? Steph, more G- than guess what happens next year? About the same as the Joker. Guess what happens next year? The cap goes up, and whoever's up for contracts gets bigger deals. I mean, that's NBA just money just makes just how no it works. sense. It makes I mean, no I agree, sense. I agree. I don't understand how they can divvy out that much money in the NBA because I feel like the fan base is dwindling. Here's uh, here's the topic but for it's, you. Here's, it's here's literally the because this. ESPN. Signed a ridiculous deal to bring the NBA to ESPN. Here's, here's and a now topic. Here's all a these topic. players are getting paid off of that. Who has made more money? Keep it. Keep the ratio from from NFL and NBA in 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 mind here. Who has made more money for doing less? Kirk Cousins or Bradley Beal? Well, Kirk Kirk 
never really got paid here. He got Kirk. Uh, Kirk changed the QB market. No, I'm not saying here. I'm saying oh, in in, in NFL in NBA, who has done who has gotten more for doing less? Kirk Cousins or Bradley Beal? Even out the ratios from NBA. Yeah, down. you got to go Bradley Beal because yeah. Kirk at least took the Commanders to the playoffs. And yeah, because Kirk, Kirk is like the perennial 500 QB. You will always be 500 with Kirk. But always in the playoff race. Yes. Brad is a almost scoring champ once, never made the playoffs without John yeah. Wall. Third team all-star. <laughs> like, yeah. That's I mean, it. That th- third team all-pro. That's why. Hey, that's how he got the Supermax. Yeah. One time. Third team all-pro gets Supermax. He, he. Yeah. The fact that but he it's still it's it's has, ridiculous because you see NBA players and you're like who's this guy and how did he get 150 million dollars and it's like in the NFL the top guys aren't even getting 150 million dollars. Yeah, well, I like, mean NBA money's stupid, but like a uh, 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 a sixth man or whatever, or some scrub getting 100 mil, that's the equivalent of like a wide receiver three getting 20 mil. Over three. That's equivalent of uh, who was the wide receiver this year that uh, got paid ridiculous and we're like, hey, it was it was <laughs> no, insane. The dude, for... the dude that went to the Dolphins, Waddle? No, not Waddle. Um, no. He went from Christian Kirk from the Cardinals to the yeah, Jaguars. Christian Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that is that equivalent. He's the yeah. reason that, that Cheetah left Kansas City. He's the reason that uh, AJ Brown left Tennessee. I mean, he's also the reason, the reason why Terry McLaurin got paid. He's the reason why Terry McLaurin got paid as much as AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All because of Christian Kirk, who had DeAndre Hopkins taking all the attention for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes yeah, no yeah. sense. And then I mean, he got it's, somebody it's the like modern day Andre Carter for, or not yeah. Andre Carter. And then he got was it Andre, got Andre uh, Roberts. Yeah. For the Andre Redskins. Roberts. And then he got Cooper Cup being like, oh, I don't want money. Just let's keep winning. Yeah, I mean that's just how it goes, right? I feel like uh, once some players get paid once or twice, then they're a little bit on the back side of their career, like, oh, let me go win a title, let me go to the Rams. So I don't understand. I mean, it's, it's, I it's do almost, not understand it's almost the LeBron Rams. effect uh, in in the NFL, right? In a sense, the Rams are just like the LeBron teams, getting yes. the big names, backside of their career. Getting paid, you know, getting paid on discounts. Yeah, on backloaded contracts. Like it makes no sense how they paid. How did they pay Aaron Donald? I don't understand it. And I how do they? Aaron Donald's like the one guy they actually did pay. And like they don't, they don't have like a first round draft pick for like thirteen years. <laughs> Something crazy. Yeah. It, yeah. Like who cares about first round draft picks? The Rams have proven that draft picks are as worthless in the NFL as they are in the NBA, as long as you're paying for a star. That's the truth. But you got to have – you got to want – the stars got to want to come to your team. Yes, which, which is why the Wizards here. will never, ever be above – We're talking uh, commanders. A, a play-in seat. Oh, both. Hmm? Both. No one yeah, wants to both. come to D.C. Huh. Maybe hockey players, but certainly not uh, football, baseball, basketball, soccer. Baseball, Nats maybe, depending on who buys the team. No. When was the last depending time? Depending on who buys the team. No. Baseball money is the dumbest of all four sports. Well, Max Scherzer just got paid. Uh, what did he get paid? Uh, like four days ago by the Nats, he got paid like yeah. seventeen million. 
Juan Soto's gonna get like a billion dollar contract. Like that's how dumb. <laughs> that's how I, dumb baseball money is. I wonder if they're actually gonna pay him. I think they might let him go. No. Again, it depends on. I don't. Who I don't think the learners the have that much cash flow. That's what I'm saying. It depends on who buys the team. If it's the learners, then yeah, bye bye one. Yeah, but I also uh, was reading something that that was basically saying that uh, the team would be more attractive with uh, Juan Soto under contract than a 100%. Juan Soto walking. Yeah, hundred percent. Because other guys want to play with Juan Soto. You think so? I don't know. If I'm a baseball player, I'm going for the money. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, if it's you're uh, at this point, any every pro athlete is saying money first. I, I mean, mean you think about it. like, it's it's also their jobs, right? And it's you know they've only got a window where they can make money, and once they're done yeah. with sports, they're back to. I saw I saw somebody talking today, shops. so I think it came out that like Demarius Thomas died and he had CTE, and somebody was saying like the day that like medicine allows us to diagnose. CTE on a living player, <laughs> the the NFL is gonna fall apart. It's just gonna disintegrate. Like insurances won't cover anything. Nobody's gonna be able to pay. And you have to think like not NFL level. You have to think ankle biters, high school, college. It's gonna disintegrate if you can prove CTE on a on a live living player. All insurances are gonna stop. Nobody's gonna want to play anymore. You're gonna have like probably the end of a tackle football. Yeah, like the NFL is gonna have to privatize to get people to sign waivers and come on and and be compensated. No, but, because it it'll stop football at at the pee wee leagues. So kids will not play football because that's their what parents I'm saying. Don't you're, you're, only, you're gonna have to get you're gonna have to get the 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 kids dumb enough to to sign a waiver and continue playing and like. Pay, pay to play, essentially. Yeah. Uh, did you see Sue Cravens went went off on uh, the NFL about CTE today? Who's Sue Cravens? Who is he? Come the on. guy who was concussed like nine times in five games. The only thing fa- famous about Sue Cravens is how big of a bust he was and that he tried to bang Mia Khalifa. <laughs> the only thing Sue <laughs> Cravens is known for. Well, wouldn't be surprised if... Uh, he gets diagnosed with CTE. I did see RG3 again say that he's ready to play and that he's ready to be a quarterback and he's he's good to go. He ran like a four. I thought he four. just signed uh, with, the, with ESPN or whatever. Yeah, he's still saying he's ready to go. You like I I was reading the article. This guy about does him not get it. Like, but you know, like if you're RG3, like how much does it piss you off that like Heineke is is on an NFL team? <laughs> Are you telling me RG3 can't do at least what Heineke's doing? No, he can't. Did you see him uh, the last time he played against, with the Ravens? I mean, his he's – like, talk about a drop-off. Like, he's like he was incapable. If, if, Jameis, if Jameis Winston gets hurt again, are you telling me that kind of shitty RG3 isn't better than a Liberty Flames quarterback rookie? <laughs> No, I think uh, like a Kyle Allen would be better than RG3. I'm just, Garrett, there's, Garrett there's, Gilbert, someone who can isn't it like ball. like every NFL team goes into training camp with like four QBs. Man, what's four times thirty-two? 
You're going to tell me there's 128, 128 quarterbacks better than RG3? Yes. <laughs> no way. Garrett Gilbert was better. Steven Montez. Justin Johnson. Justin Johnson played well. He looked awful in his last appearance in the NFL. I don't know what happened to the guy, but that injury messed him up in the head. Like his ankles or whatever, his knee. Because he was not like he was a good thrower. He was a good quarterback. He might he might have to switch. Like he should switch to like receiver. He could be a Curtis Samuel. He can't get hit. His limbs go in different directions when he runs. His foot is going Curtis right. Samuel his ankle is going have left. Groin anymore. Oh, apparently, he doesn't have abs Curtis either. Samuel I think they like, took uh, like a. Yeah, he's just like a chest sitting on top of two chopsticks. Like, he doesn't <laughs> have anything in between. Yeah. Um. Remember a couple of weeks ago, I sent you a picture of Curtis Samuel, and I said, who's this guy? And you said, I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, That's honestly. That's what Curtis Samuel looks like. If he was if he was sitting next to me at Reston Town Center, I'd have no fucking clue who he was. Yeah, true. Because he's never on the field. <laughs> nope. He's never he's never even enough to be in the picture. I like I would recognize Dotson. Like he's not even in the team photo. Curtis. Yeah. Yeah. Dotson's been here for 14 minutes. I would recognize him before Curtis Samuel. Yep. 100%. What else did we hit on? Where's Baker going? He has to go to Seattle or Carolina. I think he was going to go to Seattle. And then they're like, his agent or somebody was like, there's another interested team. He's like, just admit that it's the Panthers. It's the only other team that would want him. Uh, yeah, I think he goes to Seattle, but I don't know, dude. Seattle fans are dumb. They they want Geno Smith. I don't know why. Um, you know, might be better than Geno Smith. Geno Smith is awful. <laughs> yeah, that's the, all, you have to think about how many stupid names are in that 128 quarterback list. There's no way RG3 is worse than all of them. There's no way. But speaking of dumb... You and I touched on this. There's two very Commanders-esque things that we avoided. Washington football team disasters that we avoided that I'm surprised we avoided. And it was not signing Deshaun Watson because he's probably going to get suspended the entire season. And he single-handedly blew up the Browns team, right? Baker doesn't want to be there. They, they, They have no real QB. Blew up that team. And then the other thing is the fact that we didn't sign uh, or or hire, uh, what's his name? Idiot idiot coach for the Jaguars. Uh, from Urban Meyer? Urban Meyer, yeah. The fact that we didn't hire Urban Meyer and how terrible. We got lucky. Like, I, we, I we watched a was, clip. We watched. So lucky. I don't lucky think it was. Yeah, I don't think it was uh, we looked at him and decided he had bad character. I think it was we begged him, we pleaded with him. And he said and no. And he's like, no, I'd rather be in Florida. <laughs> I mean, honestly, he would be the most Redskins-esque hire ever, especially for uh, Dan Snyder. Or Dan would have hired him as team president. 100%. 100%. 
<laughs> the fact that we avoided that disaster is just it's insane to me because it just did you see the clip of Terry McLaurin's story and Urban Meyer? Yeah. 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 Ur- Urban's a, been a dick since forever. <laughs> Urban's a piece of trash. Yeah, and I don't like calling people that, forever. but he's a pretty bad person. So the story to recap, Terry was like a low recruit. His wide receiver coach that was like working out with him at the combine or whatever was like, we should give this guy an offer letter. Urban Meyer was like, no, who the F is this? He sucks. Uh, the wide receiver coach was like, give him a shot. Urban goes to him and he's like, go catch 200 balls. Come back to like your senior day game or whatever and, and show me that you've done better. And Terry, just being the stand-up human that he is, didn't get mad. Urban was like berating him, talking down to him and the coach, calling them trash. And Terry just says, all right, goes, catch 200 balls, comes back to the game, plays better. I mean, not great. Had but his plays mom better. throwing him 200 balls a day. Yeah, like insane, like an insane story about how good of a human Terry McLaurin is. And he he got the offer, and then obviously he he busted his ass, and now he got the money for it. But it's just, I I like yeah. I have so much respect for Terry McLaurin. Kids, if you want to be someone big in football, look up to Terry McLaurin. Study what he did. Yes. Follow his steps. Yes. The guy's got it all. Yeah. Like I'm. I'm tempted to buy a Terry jersey, but I'm so jinxy that I can't. When you said that, my first instinct was, <laughs> yes, I need to go buy one. <laughs> and then he talked about the jinx, and I'm like, no. Yeah. I can't wait to see the jerseys in person. I like the white, and I think I'm still the only person in the world that you know, likes the white. I'll, I'll put it I'll put it this way. The white, I think, since I'm, I'm getting a couple better. The mannequins ruined everything for the reveal. That was a terrible PR move. The white is growing on me with like the adjusted lighting and like different pictures that we've seen the burgundy looks more burgundy and less ketchup red have you seen it in person not in person no yeah but some of the other pictures posted some of the other media day pictures or whatever it looks more burgundy than red and then like it's safe to say that the burgundy unit uniforms grew on both of us the helmet for sure the burgundy helmet looks phenomenal with the visor the matching mask the matte color it looks amazing and then like we said when you start seeing the players accessorizing it wearing it the way they are with the sweatbands and the the under armor and the whatever and mixing and matching do that's the big and mixing mixing and matching the red on the color rush look on the mannequins was stupid but i yeah, those those uniforms might actually end up being fire. I like I really like the black uniform. I really like it. I well, like that cool black jersey. You could buy it, the new uniforms with like uh, retired players. Like if I could buy uh I think Sean you can. Taylor. I think you could do a Manders. Sean Taylor in the new one. It doesn't have to be a custom one. No, I think they're they're offering it. What I, I want to do a Sean Taylor, but um what you know, I, someone else. I want to see is the mix and match. I want to see like the red jersey on black pants or the 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 black jersey on burgundy pants or, or the black jersey with the burgundy helmet instead of the black helmet like can are they allowed to mix and match the helmets that way or does the black helmet have to be reserved for I the think black uniform to match like the black helmet with the white uniform would look awesome yeah i think they're allowed to mix and match i don't know what the rules are we'd have to ask Bruce Allen. that's the only thing he did mustard pants <laughs> that's all he'll say mustard pants <laughs> yeah 
surprisingly, Bruce Allen has avoided all this, uh, you know, Redskins uh, drama that's going on. Uh, I don't know how long that's going to last, but uh, I could see his name being floated out there as, uh, well, it was all Bruce that did it, that did this, and Dan, Dan is Dan's clean. Uh, but, Didn't Jay Gruden come out recently on like a podcast or something and talk about all of that? Did he? Was it on uh, 980? It was on something. On 980 a lot. I think so. I think he came out and he was talking about. I forgot what he was talking about. We may have to save it for the next episode. But he was talking about something and it was just like he he was just airing out all the dirty laundry. He Jay Gruden just doesn't give a crap anymore. I think he's still getting paid. Probably. Yeah. Because how is he not a coordinator anymore? Or at least like a. Well, he worked for Urban. QB coach, didn't he? Did he work for Urban? I think. So. Uh, or maybe Urban replaced him. He was with the Jaguars. Urban came in and canned him. Maybe. Yeah. He, I mean, he should be somewhere. He, he's not. He wasn't bad as a coordinator. He wasn't. Ba- I liked him as a coach. And, uh, he couldn't handle the pressures of head coach. <laughs> he could, but uh, probably in a, maybe in a smaller market. <laughs> I could. I could. Players giving him purple nurples and <laughs> like just not having any respect for him. Ain't nobody no. going up to Ron Rivera giving him a purple nurple. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. Let's put a bow on the show. Um, when does camp start? You said 20 days? Yeah, so July 27th, I believe. And then it goes to like August 15, and then we get all our preseason games. We'll be live at least at one camp because it's back here in Ashburn. Um, so you don't have Will to trek all the way to, uh, to Richmond. Yeah, I'm gonna, news, I'm gonna news go. to me. You are? Yeah. Me news. and you go when we take a picture by the trophies again. I need to update my Twitter, uh, <laughs> my Twitter uh, handle picture. I'm down. I'm down to go. I'm down. It's 20 minutes away. Yeah. Are we gonna pick like a weekday one and like take off work or choose yeah, the Saturday one? No, I'm not going on Saturday. I don't know what traffic right, there's gonna be. I'll take off work. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, good show. We'll uh, we'll try to do these more regular now that the season is kicking into gear. Are we gonna start uh, blogging again? <laughs> no. I've been playing. I've been paying for this blog site for uh, three years now, and I think we have four posts. I, I mean, I'm down to write some articles. Maybe we I can get our it. intern Anthony to back on to uh, write some articles. No. Does he still exist? Been for this has been DTC. <laughs> it's been fun. You get some inside scoop. We are out.